The Gentleman Callers. One day my friend had a pool party. After the party died down, I stayed after to help clean up and do some proper goofing off. Our laughter and silliness was interrupted by a plastic plate rolling across the countertop and falling on the floor. This caught both of our attention and we examined what could have made that happen, not, not entertaining that who could have been the reason. We continued our fun and forgot about it. When I was ready to leave, I said my goodbyes and walked to the elevator. When the elevator doors opened, I heard a man's voice say, Good night. The voice was distorted, but gentle. I turned and looked all around, and the only person there was security. But he was quite far away and wasn't paying much attention to me. By the time I walked to my car, I realized an entity who had provided the plate trick earlier that evening may have been the gentleman who walked me out. Another elevator story that took place years later when I was at a corporate office. I was in the elevator waiting to go up to the fourth floor. I was feeling a little weird in the elevator, but I wasn't paying attention because I was focused on work. When I stepped out of the door, I heard a man say, Would you please press the fifth floor? Thank you. I stepped out. My blood ran cold, and I, I couldn't believe I had experienced a second ghost in the elevator. The next gentleman's story was the type where you can't judge a book by its cover. I was in the bustle of a work day when I looked at my phone and saw several missed calls from a friend. This was alarming because I don't typically receive calls from her. I called back immediately, and she said, Something's wrong with my boyfriend. He's all of a sudden agitated and being really mean to me. I'm scared. He won't answer the phone for anyone. She was worried. Um, and I, I at first I thought maybe it was just a, you know, couples thing. But she said, I think he might be possessed. And I said, what makes you think that? Then she sent me the email exchange, and this is the exact message that was sent. I don't believe in God. It's fake. God isn't real. I'll pop pills and see if God's here. So you better shut the hell up about God. You want to play a game? If you're such a believer, I'll kill myself. See what happens. Stop texting my fucking sister. The fuck are you doing? Don't ever bring up God to me, ever. I don't have time for that bullshit. He's not real. Why is God letting all shitty people win? Where the fuck is he? The devil's here. At least he's here. I don't believe in God. If God wanted to help, just tell him to tell me that this isn't for me. I love the devil. He's real. He ain't no bullshit. 
He's realistic. God is a fairy tale. Seems to me that the devil is right. The devil is showing up for me, not God. Quite disturbing, but I have des definitely seen this before. So it's not, doesn't mean it's possession, but definitely some sort of evil demonic force, negative force is at play. So I asked her to send me the phone number and she said he's not speaking to anybody, he curses everyone out, he's angry. I said just send me his number. So prior to me reaching out to him, I called on Archangel Michael. I said, Archangel Michael, bring this child of God to this conversation. If his soul wants the help, please bring him here. So I continued praying to Archangel Michael as I reached out through text to her boyfriend. He immediately responded. I said, I'm going to call you in a few minutes, and if you feel like you want to answer the phone, go ahead. He answered the phone when I called. We had a two-hour conversation, and the one thing he said was, I'm not really sure what's happening to me or what's going on. I'm scared. Will you help me? I said, of course I will. So we planned on the next day. I asked God to please show me what I was going to be battling because I knew it was something. But I couldn't put my finger on it. I couldn't figure it out. It was something I hadn't battled before. There are several different types of demons, different levels. And this, this one I just couldn't figure out. So the night before I went to the house to help him, I had a super crazy, super vivid dream that was set in the maybe late 1700s, 1800s. There was a road, there was a stagecoach, and the stagecoach was roaring through the streets. I could hear it, and it stopped in front of what would have been, i assuming, my house or my place. And I could see a close-up of the hooves of the horses. They were huge, just gigantic. I heard the door of the stagecoach open and close. Then I heard footsteps coming up the stairs. Mind you, I was sleeping, but I could hear my front door open, close. Then I could hear my bedroom door open, close. And I heard footsteps walking on the side of my bed. I was fearful because I just didn't know why I couldn't wake up or why I couldn't do anything. And I saw a very long, lanky figure. It was male, but it wasn't human. He had on a top hat, was carrying a cane, had on a nice suit, and had a face that could scare anyone. It was frightening. He had hollowed eyes, and his face was like a bluish color. I woke up. What made me wake up was I was calling for my mother. And I 
yelled her name three times until it woke me up. She comes every once in a while to help me out in these situations. I went back to sleep knowing that I was protected, but I was really, really frightened. And I woke up almost, almost not wanting to go to help him because I had never seen anything like that before. And the way it frightened me, I just thought, wow, <laughs> am I ready for this? So, of course, I went into my prayer, my rosary, and gained my strength. Like, of course, I'm ready for this. And I gathered everything. I headed to the house. And when I met him, he was very sweet and humble, and he was scared. He knew that something was not right. I started to uh, bless the house and him so we can cleanse it. And I said, this has to be a deep one because this is some kind of demon that I have never seen before, but I know how to battle it. The moment I began to cleanse the house, he sat down in a chair, crumpled up in the closest fetal position he could get in, sitting and cried the entire time. Yes, it was emotional, and it is emotional when something like that has a hold on you, and it was being released, and this was scary and emotional and painful. It's a spiritual pain that happens. But we did it. And when I say we, I mean him, I mean the angels, I mean the gods and goddesses and the big G God that I call on. We got him. And it restored balance. And he was, he was happy and joyous. And he called me after and he said, you know, I, I talk to God now. I, I pray to him. And I'm never one to push God or any beliefs on anyone, but it was just a beautiful moment. And that thing was gone. And uh, I'm, I'm okay not having any more gentleman callers. <laughs>